Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Dogs of Buffa. Carly, you there? Hello? We have a problem with Carly. This is Dose Above, but this is the last minute Dose Above. Right? We're having some problems with getting Carly Chabert, I think that's how you say her name, onto the radio. So I am quickly trying to get her to come on, but she's not connecting. Uh, hold on, folks. This is kind of awkward. Well, let's just keep going here as we are trying to get a hold of Carly. This is what I've been trying to do for a while. I've, I've always wanted to start my own little ranting whatever podcast and kind of somewhere where I can just kind of rant and rave about the Cardinals and whatever came to my mind and just kind of let it rip and get people on from my Twitter following and just kind of go at it. I'm still trying to get Carly. This is like the worst opening. This is basically a preview of what it's going to be like, folks. Hello? Carly? She's still not there. This is the story of my life, waiting for a girl to call, and they never call. This is so disappointing. Well, what we're going to be talking about tonight is essentially just Cardinals, maybe some blues. I want to introduce Carly when she ever calls back into my show. So disappointing. You know, whatever comes to mind, I mean, there's – other podcasts where I come on and I talk Cardinals or I talk a little bit of movies here. I got 30 minutes. It's blog talk radio. It's Dosa Buffa. There's going to be a little bit of everything. Carly? Hello. Hello. I, I, I clicked on you the first time and I couldn't hear you. I was so disappointed. Are you on now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I, I, I guess I am on now. Yeah, I can hear you. Well, shit, man. The first time I clicked on, I was like, there's nothing here. That's going to be like the, the most awkward, like, just <laughs> opening two minutes of all time. It's going to be like, hello? It's going to basically be like the opening of a sci-fi movie that has, like, nobody talking back to me. It's so scary. What's you going suck, on? Papa. You suck. Nothing. I really on. do. I mean, that's pretty much the epitome of the, what I'm going to get across in the show, just how bad I am. And then, and well, later on, we'll maybe we'll go towards being a good podcast from like an average, uninformed podcast. Is any Cardinals podcast really a good podcast, Buffa? Is, is no, is come on. No, it, it's just exactly. It's so you're, you only have to try. Hardcore fans just trying to rant away the night. So there are no, there is there is no skill required here. Okay, well before we really get into that stupid team that's going to suck up so much of our life this summer. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, first, let me just kind of rant a little bit about you. This is Carly Chabert, right? Is that right? Did I say it right? Mm-mm. No, Chabert, man. What? You've known me for so many years. And I know, but that, that, that when you were on with right. Cards Cards, it was a big Chabert. I mean, they were doing all kinds of pronunciations. Well, you added the A in there, not the A. So, I mean. Okay. He got, okay, so Shaver, Carly Shaver. No, no. Is that how you say it? Carly? Say it. Say it. Shabber. I like that. Shabber. Shabba. Just do a little Boston with it. Shabba. CC just does this weird 
accent with it. Well, and because that's, that's, somewhat that's Tom Bernanski. When he stopped playing baseball, Carly, he just be, kind of became a very crazy guy who wrongfully pronounces names. So Shaba, Carly Shaba, there's basically going to be a Boston accent introduction here when you come on to my show. Deal Hell with it. Oh, yeah. Deal okay, so this is Carly. I have known Carly for what, two years now? Two? Three? Uh, seven? Two? Two going on three? Two going on seven? I'd say Same two thing. going on three. Just to let you know, Carly is easily one of the strongest people that I know, and she'll probably tell you about that when she gives herself a little bit of, a little bit of background. But she knows her Cardinals. She loves her Blues. She's tough. She's dealt with a lot of shit in her life. I have, if you think you've dealt with shit, Carly's dealt with more. And uh, she's one of my favorite follows. And when I wanted to do an impromptu podcast, I mean, I basically just got off CBS radio. And I was like, you know what? I want to do more than 20 minutes. I want to do like 50 minutes to an hour. So the reason I wanted to do this Dose of Buffett podcast was just to bring people from my following on and just kind of rant, not just about Cardinals, but about Cardinals and maybe some blues and some movies and some TV. We might have a 10-minute rant about coffee and how good it is. So, Carly, before we go on to that baseball team, tell us about yourself. I won't say tell us a little bit. That's stupid when they say that. Don't don't tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a lot. Who are you? What are you doing here? Who am I? First of all, can you hear me? Okay, because I just put in a microphone, yes. so hopefully, sweet. Well, so, that's the way to start um, your introduction, to spit all over us. There you go. Um, Let it rip. I became a Cardinals fan right when I came out of the womb. I grew into a Cardinals family, and there was no escaping it. Even if I did want to be a Cubs fan, I would be shunned from my family. So I was pretty much forced to be a Cardinals fan. So it was a pretty good upbringing, I must say. Um, Saw some good years, saw some bad years. But overall, it was a pretty good upbringing, and – I'd always be at my grandparents' house watching old World Series films. And when a typical four-year-old or just any child in general would be watching Barney or Teletubbies or any PBS program, I would be watching World Series tapes and games on VHS tapes. And um, that's pretty much what I grew up watching. And that is what I still watch. So, Go me. I am brainwashed. And you know this. A a few years ago, I decided to pick up a a writing gig. And we both know how that turned out in the long run. But, (laughs) you know, it it, it was a good experience for the most part. It got me a good following, that's for sure. And then I became Twitter obsessed. And people, I, I guess I'm considered one of the Twitter celebrities that we have going on here. Because I was in that kangaroo SCL thing, um, the Twitter you all, Olympics. You were. Yeah, and I'm still pissed off about that. I was matched up against the guy who created the damn thing, so <laughs> that was an automatic loss that right was, there. It, 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 that, that was tough. I mean, you were up against Cardinals Farm, who writes, who wrote for Cardinals Farm and wrote for Viva Albertos, and I think he's he's written for as many Cardinal blogs as I have. 
Mr. Cardinals Farm. So, hey, you lost, but, you know, you were an underdog. I was kind of like the favorite, and Wes Keene just came up and stole it from me. I'm still heartbroken. I mean, I still have some some root court, you know, hot flashes in the last two weeks ever since I got upset by Wes Keene. It's ridiculous. Wes Keene, I like him. He's sneaky. And he, I mean, he's, he's, such a good, he's such a good guy. What are but, you at but I, about? Okay. I just think it, you sound like you're ready to go. I like Wes Keen. He's a good guy. But is, is there no but? That's it. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a but other than the fact that he can be an oh. asshole to me all the time. But <laughs> well, there it is. there's another but. <laughs> this but flips around the other but. He can be an asshole, but I love the guy to death and. When you two matched up, it was – I don't think I even voted. I couldn't. I, couldn't I won't ask you to vote. vote. Don't tell me. Oh, it's just, you couldn't it's vote. Just like, that is it's tough. Just, I, I, I cannot vote. I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't vote for either one of you because you can't vote for two people. So I didn't vote. Does it, that make me a tough. bad I mean, American? Does that make me a bad American oh, if well. I didn't vote? Gosh, it's 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 gonna make you a bad American if you vote this November, okay? So don't worry about the rue court voting. We have a no. I don't, I don't a, care about I don't care about Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. This the the real thing that matters is Twitter politics, which is the Cardinals following. That's the real politics that matter. Oh yeah, that's the. That, I don't care about the, the shit in November. Screw that. Yeah, forget that shit. Basically, I'm not voting for anybody. I'm going to vote, like, I'm going to write my neighbor in just, just to piss people off in Washington. Like, who the fuck is is Larry Ross? Who? Like, I'm going to go, that's my neighbor, and I think he'd be a great candidate. So I'm not I'm not a big plop top politics guy. I mean, that's like, a, that's like stepping into a boxing ring with no gloves. So I just kind of stay away from politics. Carly... We cannot delay any more about what we're going to be discussing first. The Cardinals are 0-3. Give me your take on this series. What are, what are the takeaways that Carly will grab from this PNC nightmare? Well, I feel like be blind. we can't. I feel like we can't say that we can't play at PNC. You did see us play in the NLCS and PNC Park, did you, in 2014? Yeah. Bullshit. That we, when we say that we can't play at PNC Park, that is, we have played under the most pressured situations at PNC with everything on the line for that year. We did just fine. We pulled out and we went to the World Series that year. We're not going to talk Carly, about the outcome of on. that World Series. Hold on. We can't hit in the we can't hit in the Grapefruit uh, League home park either. They say that we can't hit there. We can't hit PNC. Hopefully, we can find a way to hit at Bush Stadium because if we can't do that, we got some problems. They should be calling. Uh, you know, they could be calling STL Cards Card to see if Bernanke can still swing a bat. <laughs> yeah. Can you I imagine mean, if they called him. Can you imagine if they called and said, "Are you really Tom Bernanke?" Because basing off your Twitter picture. You're Tom Bernanski. Like, can, can you still play some? Uh, he'll be like, "Get out of here!" He'll probably hang up and slam the phone or something. But so, no, nah, he'll be like, did, "Oh okay, yeah, uh, yeah, of course I can. I'm awesome. He sucks. Yeah, I can swing a bat. Blah blah um, blah blah blah." 
No. Well, first, let's do this. If you're going to take away one good thing from the series, what do you take away from the series? One good thing. If there's one thing to be hopeful for. Diaz making his debut, and, oh, well, you only said one. Can I, can I do two because you love me? Do two. Gosh, do two. People are basically standing on a ledge right now. Do two if you want. Do three. Diaz making his debut, even though he kind of costed us the game yesterday, and Hazel Baker's home <laughs> run, and being in the starting lineup. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I'm a huge Jeremy Hazel Baker fan, and I am rooting for this guy to to be to take Randall Gritchick's spot. I went there. I oh, definitely just yeah. went there. Oh. That could be a whole, like, well, you know, Randall Gritchick's elbow is going to blow up in about two weeks, so the over and under – I think from Rue Court Caesar McCruddy is that he's going to be injured before the end of April. So you could see that happen. Hey, Hazel Baker is one of those guys that came up to Memphis and a couple hundred bats last year just couldn't stop hitting. I mean, you know, 10 home runs, extra base hits galore. He comes yeah, to camp I... this, this year, hits great, and now here he is. You have typical Cardinals. You have two guys making their major league debuts in the first series of the season. Tell me that's not Cardinals baseball. Yeah, I mean, last year I, I I watched him all throughout AAA, and I said to my baseball friends, I said, this guy's going to be in Major Leagues next year. D- mark my word. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. No. no yeah, who, well, who well, right? They don't know who you are, obviously. They, they don't know who I am. They question my powers. And I said, this guy is going to be in the starting lineup. And, hey, look, just look at that. Look at that. But – yeah, I mean, yeah, this guy, he's, he's as old as, I mean, he, he's not a young guy. He's been, you know, grinding away for a long time. He's been going yeah. at since 2009 in A-ball. He's 28 years old. He's an August baby. Just that was just random. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. But he's, you know, <laughs> he's a lefty. See, when, when I looked at the guy, I saw, okay, now we have a left-handed bat in the outfield because we have a bunch of righties. Now we have a guy who's got some pop. I mean, in career minor leagues, he's hit 81 home runs. I mean, come on. He's got a 434 slug. He's played on 10 different teams. This guy, if anything, he earns this cup of coffee. And you never know if Tejada oh, yeah. maybe isn't ready or, you know, we maybe, maybe we should just tell Ruben Tejada to go take a walk when he gets off the DL and keep Hazel Baker up here. So there's always that, too. I'm rooting for the guy. I'm with you. I didn't. You know, there was a guy, on, I can't remember his name, but there was a guy on Twitter who kept telling me about this guy last year. He's got kind of a, a crazy Twitter profile picture. His, uh, I can't remember his name, but he kept saying, Hazel Baker, not a good game, Hazel Baker. And I was like, dude, okay, stop. But now that guy's a genius <laughs> because he comes up tonight and he cranks a home run. So good for Hazel Baker. What else? What are what are, what are the good things? Was uh. You know, Mike Leak, you know, you know, Adam Wainwright, the pitch starting pitching wasn't terrible. I mean, Michael Waka wasn't great, but that's not surprising. Yeah, um I was definitely rooting for Mike Leak and I was kinda being biased. I put him on my fantasy team and he kinda killed my fantasy uh-huh. team, but that's okay. Um, but I I really hope this doesn't define his season for the Cardinals. I know he's really excited to be a part of the Cardinals oh, no. that he's he's he deserves to stay in the NL Central because the NL Central is the great fucking place to be, especially this season. It is. Be competitive. It's going to be bad. It's going to be tough, it, it's and it's going to quite, it's going tough. to test your ability to be a pitcher, and that's exactly what he needs. Exactly, and 
you know, when Brian Pena comes back, he knows Brian Pena. He knows how to pitch in that very that small sandbox in Cincinnati. I like Mike Leak, and I, I feel for the entire pitching staff because I just this offense scares me. This is an offense that's averaged like three and a half runs the last two years. They don't yeah. score a lot of runs. I know they scored five runs last night, and they finally and they found a way to lose. But I just I see a lot of like two to one, three to one. You're going to see the pitchers get really stretched this year. I'm glad we got a monstrous bullpen, but I'm just worried about these bats. I, I don't know who's – I mean, other than the, you know, the Givens are going to be Matt Carpenter. I think Viscotti's going to be okay. You know, but after that, it's like a bunch of what and ifs and first base. And Matt Adams, I have no faith in. I think Matt Adams could basically make me a pizza right now instead of getting two hits in a game. Let's put it that way. And then, you know, Brandon Moss, I think he's got power. But he strikes out. This team is striking out so much. Is this team striking out more than the average kid at a at, at, at basically at a high school dance right now? Yes, yes. And Even more. By so. the way, completely off. Bruno just texted me, and he said, Uh-oh. "Give Buffa my regards." And then he sent up a following text saying, "Tell him I hope his podcast is as successful as Matheny's bullpen management." Shots. Oh. Right. How does that hit you, Buffa? That you know that please. hits me like you know, uh, you know. I would expect nothing less from from Mr. Bruno. Bruno, I, and look, I mean, me and Bruno go back and forth, but I, I mean, I wrote a column about the guy saying that he's one of the best follows. But you know, the guy oh, crushes no hearts. Oh yeah, I mean, well, he he crushes hearts because people think that he's just really being purposely mean. And he's just trying to interact. He's trying to put a different take on there. I mean, this guy, before I followed him, he led the category of most retweets from people I did follow. Like, who is this guy? My followers keep retweeting. But he's very funny. And even though I'm, I'm more of a Mike Matheny advocate, I can't defend his bullpen, by the way. His bullpen management oh, is terrible. No. I hope I, – I mean, I, I hope Mr. O – and guys like, you know, Matt Bowman and have entire lines down there where he belongs. I hope they, they make his his uh his match setting fire abilities less bad this year, but the one area I cannot help the Thenian is his bullpen. I mean last year he basically tried to turn Kevin Segrist's arm into Swiss cheese and nearly did. Because by the time October came around, all Kevin Segrist wanted to throw to the Cubs hitters was fastball, fastball, guess what? fastball mm-hmm. so i can't mr bruno uh touche sir on that uh um i'm basically <laughs> saying this podcast will be as good as i hope it's not as bad as his bullpen management that's not really a you know really i wouldn't expect anything less than bruno i hope this podcast is a little bit better than mike Matheny's bullpen management i hope it's like maybe <laughs> like jeremy hazel baker debut good maybe kind of a surprising kind of thing Carly, let's switch gears because I don't want to talk about those depressing Cardinals because it's three games in the season. As the Rooster would say, I need to find that sound bite. It's only the first week of the season. The Blues, and this is where Bruno would turn out because he's not a Blues fan, but what do you think the St. Louis Blues are going to do this year? Let's just say that they, they, they don't catch the Stars. They fall mm-hmm. back into second place. Can they beat the Blackhawks in the first round of the playoffs this year? Um. Even with my bias, even with my bias switch off, I do believe that we can beat the Blackhawks. I say this every Me year. Me too. But I, I, 
I really do feel like we can do it this year and that we will pull out and lose the second round. So be all, <laughs> That's what I think, too. It'll be fine. That's and what I think, too. I, yep. We have a lot going for us, and Troy Brower, he is on fucking fire. He is. He Troy is Brower is... He's great. He is the sexiest guy with a, a five o'clock shadow and a right-handed stick in the playoffs. Basically, is what you're saying. Yeah. I okay. love the guy. So my love the, guy. the reason that I think it's going to be different is that we got guys like Robbie Fabry, Colton Pareko, mm-hmm. who I call a young Dolph Lundgren with a good with a good slap shot. Um, I think this team's different. You know, if both goaltenders, both very good goaltenders, are on point. And we got those three lines. I mean, that Brower Stasny for Bree line is basically like silky magic. So if they're together, mm-hmm. I have a lot of faith. If Dave Backus can stop hurting himself on, on empty net attempts, then he'll be back. But I think it's going to be a seven-game series. I think it's going to be a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. If the NHL had not been stupid dickhead douchebags and given Duncan Keith more than one game in the playoffs. He should be sitting out the first three games of these playoffs, folks, because he basically took a swing at, at I guess, what is it, Charlie Coyle, guy plays for another team. He, he, Charlie Coyle is kind of a dickhead, too, but Duncan Keith basically was sitting on the ice and swung his stick at the guy's head like it was a baseball bat, but he only got one game of the playoffs, so he basically gets a rest. But I think the Blues can do it. I also see think I don't think they're going to get past second round, but I think the Blues win their second playoff series, and I think their last, what, 10 to 12 seasons. I think it's going to be different this year, but just because of guys like Robbie Fabry, who gives the Blues three great lines. They have defensemen. Their defensemen are kind of scoring a lot this year. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're drinking some extra good coffee. Petro's got some goals. Shaddy's got some goals. Uh, Colton Pareko's got a slap shot that I think uh, goaltenders are going to fear for a long time. The one time mm-hmm. that, Carly, that if you're listening to an NBC podcast or an NBC broadcast on the Blues, they usually spoot off a bunch of bullshit. They, they're terrible. But the one thing they said that was really good was that they compared Colton Pareko to Shea Weber. And I think that's a great comparison as far as what those two players can do. I think young players like that are going to make a difference. I think the Blues beat the Blackhawks, so suck at Chicago. You're going to be watching most of the playoffs from home, and you're, win- you're, you're going to be doing your little Jay Cutler Chicago Bears drafts <laughs> earlier than expected this year. And Jay Cutler yeah. sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. about those Rams. Uh, I don't care. The Rams are gone, so fuck them too. But let's uh, – uh, okay. Rams, I, I don't care. 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 I hate that. Oh, you know, but see, but that's all they deserve, though, Carly. They deserve, they suck in a big, long silence because Stan Kroenke is an asshole for taking away our team, and the NFL is a bigger asshole for letting them. But anyway, let's shift into some movie talk. How about that transition, huh? Stan Kroenke sucks, movie talk. What is the last best best movie you saw, and why should we go see it? What was the last good movie that is. Oh, I know here we I saw, go. I TV or movie pretty... or TV or theater. I don't care. Either one. TV or theater. Well, the last movie I saw in theater, I will not say it's good. Dawn of Justice. I was really disappointed. Oh, that's good. We, we can discuss that. But here's the funny thing. Here's the thing. When I left the theater, I wrote a review, good and bad and the ugly. 
and I liked it. But ever since, you know, sometimes you watch movies and a couple weeks later you kind of start to go, I'm not really sure that was good. I think I was being really nice. And I can say that I can completely see what all these bad reviews were seeing. I, I still really like Ben Affleck's Batman. I loved his Batman. I hope he gets his own movie. I The rest of the movie, though, really, if I had to be pressed, I wasn't really highly impressed with I saw a better movie last night than I've seen all year. It's called Midnight I, Special. I have not seen that. I have not seen that. But, I mean, it is coming Batman, out, and Superman, Batman and Superman fought for maybe 20 minutes of the movie. Maybe. And maybe and, even 20 and then, minutes. <laughs> and then guess what? They, their mothers have the same name, so they're like, dude, bro, are so, we best so, friends yeah. now? We can't fight. <laughs> oh. We're like, we're like twinsies. Our mothers have the same yeah. name. Yeah, you're an alien. I'm a rich guy from, from Gotham. Let's be friends and let's fight a big old pile of shit called Doomsday. I, I don't know. I think I love the idea of them involving the ending of Man of Steel and seeing having Bruce Wayne see that stuff from the street that reminded me painfully of 9-11, how he was just running around in, in, in the dust and smoke. That was very well done. But then it just kind of got crazy, Zack Snyder, explosion, happy. I think Zack Snyder's a young brother of Michael Bay. They both love to blow shit up. Right, yeah. It was so long, too. And yeah, it was at, at long. The beginning, at the beginning, I was starting to get lost. I'm like, what the hell is happening? And <laughs> Well, there's so know. many dream sequences. There's so many dream Because one of the dream sequences where he's being attacked by, like, those little flying bat looking bastards, that's like a potentially a, a future villain that I found out about. I was like, what are these things? They're like flying little rodent bat shitheads grabbing Batman and pulling him into a cave. And it was so weird. I was like, how many movies are they trying to jam into this one flick? And I'll tell you what, folks, let me just give you a preview. Next month's Civil War is going to be 2,500 times better than Holy Batman shit. and Superman. I'm, because I'm so excited for Civil War. I can't even explain I can't to you how wait. excited I am. It's I'm so, so good. excited. I mean, as all my followers know, I pretty much, I mean, I look up to Frank Rilla, but like he's basically a second dad. And he is playing Crossbones in this movie. I couldn't be more excited to see him beat the shit out of Captain America, but it's going to happen at least for one scene. But there's so much goodness in this movie. He got... I mean, this is going to be a real fight. You could have called this Captain America versus Iron Man, and it would have been legit because these guys really, really don't like each other in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's going to be. It's going to be so epic. Yeah, I'm excited, and hopefully, my brother is the reason why I'm such a huge Marvel fan, even just a superhero nerd in general. He's the reason why. He's a very I'm, smart man. And um, I'm going out to man. going out to Virginia in uh, July during my birthday to go see him because that's where he's stationed, and uh, hopefully we can see that together, and that'll be fun. So I'm excited. Well, that's a perfect. But see, the thing is, that movie's going to be long too. But I guarantee you, the editing in that movie and the pacing is going to be like oh, yeah. seamless, so and not like. Oh, there's Batman. Oh, there's bat flying bastard dudes, and then there's Superman, and then there's Congress, and then there's 
It's like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? My head hurts. I mean, I think you need to give Batman and Superman movie ticket buyers some Advil and a bottle of whiskey before they see that movie. That is basically oh my the God. prerequisites I, I felt for the like Batman. I, needed, I felt like I needed some damn Adderall by the time I got Adderall done with that movie. Or some very good weed. Just a couple good hits every, like, <laughs> half an hour to 45 minutes. You're like, whoa, this is actually it's starting to make sense now with about a couple bottles of beer and some whiskey and some weed. And I'm going to hey, throw it. You are set for but, doing justice. Oh, man. So I cannot wait for Civil War. I think the, the Batman Superman was kind of like the kids', the kids table, kind of like a look at the kids' mm-hmm. table. And now we're going to go to the adults' table on May 6th, which also happens to be my – 14-year anniversary of, the, of my first date with my wife, which is ridiculous. I'm, I cannot believe I've been with the same woman for 14 years. Is that where you're going to do that night is, is go to yes. the movie to see it? I've already told there you her, go. Like, honey, I love you, but it's 14 years. We're going to watch an action movie about everybody. All these guys are in tights. They're hot. I get to look at Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> you get to look at Chris Evans. It's fair. Carly, we have 40 seconds left. What are the last things you want to tell people before this podcast basically kicks us off the air? Um, I just want to say shout-out to Bruno. Um, I love him a lot. And he wanted me to also tell you that uh, he wants to know if spring training provided any clues at all to what we're seeing. Yes or no? Right I have now. to. <laughs> I had every clue before spring training this team was going to be having a problem scoring runs, but Jeremy Hazelbaker did come out of spring training, so I will give Bruno that. I think we should live podcast next year from spring training together in Florida, breaking down a game where 100 guys get into it and there's, like, able people, and they let, like, a Florida native pitch an inning. I mean, I don't know. It could be fun. Bruno, I love you. Carly, I love you more. Thanks for coming on. They've they've already kicked us off the air. But, hey, I'm going to do this a lot more, people. I'm going to get people on from my Twitter list. We're just going to talk about whatever. It could be baseball, movies, hockey, coffee, politics, whatever is happening outside your house. Uh, This is going to be fun. Thanks for coming on last minute. Uh, What are your plans tomorrow? What are you doing? Uh, Crying myself. I'm just going to cry a lot because of how the Cardinals have been performing. And then I'm going to recover and then get ready for the next game in Atlanta. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. If we lose to Atlanta, I think I'm going to start breaking shit because Pittsburgh Pirates are good. They're going to be good. But Atlanta's kind of like, hey, it's Atlanta. There's Freddie Freeman. And then there's nobody else worth watching. So, Hopefully we beat them. All right. Well, hey, thanks for doing this, lady. I'll have you on again. Monday we'll do it with Bruno on the podcast. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Bye. Bye, Buffa. Bye.